Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I think Matt Stafford is going to win a Super Bowl before his career is over in Detroit. That may be one of the boldest predictions I've ever made, uh, given the historical success or lack thereof of the Detroit Lions. But I think Matthew Stafford, they got him into a new multi-year deal. He's being paid well, obviously, but not so much that it's like, oh, my God, they've hamstrung the entire franchise. They withstood the retirement of Calvin Johnson and actually got better. Uh, They still don't have a great running game, and they've never had necessarily a great running game, but they're a lot better than they have been in the past. And I think that Matthew Stafford is a really good quarterback, top 10 caliber quarterback in the NFL. And if you're a top 10 caliber quarterback in the NFL, obviously the next step for Matthew Stafford and the Lions is actually winning a game, right? Can he come out and win a game in the playoffs? That's always the first, you know, real kind of hurdle to get to. You win a game in the playoffs, people take notice and they say, oh, maybe this team is a legitimate threat. But that to me is what we kind of left Monday night football. The Lions have moved to 2-0. I think probably a pretty quiet 2-0. I think there's a lot of people out there like, oh, Lions are 2-0. They're obviously in a difficult division with uh, the Packers, but – Look, I mean, I think outside of Aaron Rodgers, there is probably better talent surrounding Matthew Stafford on the defensive side of the ball, maybe, than there is uh, Aaron Rodgers. And even if that's not 100% accurate, they're at least within hailing distance such that the Lions could win this division. Now, I know it's a good division. We don't know what's going to happen with Sam Bradford. We don't know how long he's out. We don't know how long the, the, the Vikings will be able to uh, to keep up their solid play without Sam Bradford. But I feel like right now it's not crazy to predict, especially when you look at the NFC, where I think that clearly we'll do top five, bottom five here at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk to Peter Schrager from the NFL Network and Fox Sports here momentarily uh, and uh, and get his read on it. 
But I feel like early in the season, and obviously we're only two weeks in, there is reason for optimism if you're a Lions fan. If you're a Giants fan, I think you're just basically throwing up your hands and saying we're done. And by the way, if you live in the city uh, or you are in the New York area and you are a Giants or a Jets fan, I think the Giants are going to win a game before the Jets do. But man, football, not good. Not a lot of good football right now. Uh, is that a ridiculous prediction of mine that that I believe Matthew Stafford will win a Super Bowl before he retires? Let's go around the horn here and figure out if that's a ludicrous proposition. Jason Martin. I think he's good enough to win it, but I, I would say it's a ludicrous proposition. I just, that, I just don't if Matthew see it. The Stafford, Lions futility, man. I just yeah, if he didn't play it. for the Lions, if Matthew Stafford played for – you know, obviously the, the 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 Falcons haven't had a lot of success, notwithstanding last year's run to the Super Bowl, right? But if but if Matthew Stafford played for, I don't know, let's pretend that that Drew Brees was gone and he played for the Saints. I mean, how much of that is the Lions as opposed to Stafford? Oh, it's a lot. I, I, like I said, I think Stafford is absolutely good enough to win you a Super Bowl in the right environment. I just, I, I can't. I will never believe he's going to win in Detroit until I actually see Detroit hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. And I understand that, given their futility over the years, but I like I, I believe that quarterbacks matter so much that the overall history of a franchise doesn't matter very much at all. So uh, if Matthew Stafford, who I believe is still only what like twenty nine, um, I mean, if you think about him, I believe he's in his twenties still. Uh, if you think about how many years in theory of being really good, he's got probably five, six at a minimum, at an absolute minimum, maybe seven, eight, maybe ten. You know, the way that guys can last now if they take care of themselves and are fortunate and don't get really injured. I mean, he has started a lot of games in a row now for uh, for the Lions over the years. And uh, and like I said, got them to the playoffs. They nearly won that playoff game. I think that uh, at some point in time, they'll kick down the door. Remember, we talked about this before last season. I almost think that Stafford is a modern-day Matt Ryan. Remember coming into last season, am I correct, that Matt Ryan had only won one playoff game in his entire career and nobody had any faith in Matt Ryan at all? And then they ran right through the playoffs like a hot knife through butter. And when they were up 28-3 over the Patriots, people started to say, man, I mean, this is one of the most dominant performances we've ever seen in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And then obviously things went awry and the, uh, the Patriots came surging back. But Matt Ryan, I believe I'm correct, had only won one playoff game before last year's great game, great season with the Lions. And now, I mean, sorry, with the Falcons. And now I would say probably the Falcons are the best team still in the NFC. It doesn't seem like they've got much of a hangover from what happened in last year's Super Bowl, which is a credit to that team and certainly to Matt Ryan's leadership. Let's go out to L.A. Am I crazy for saying that Matt Stafford is a modern-day potentially Matt Ryan, that the the Lions could make that run and stun everybody. And even beyond that, am I crazy for saying I think that Matt Stafford will win a Super Bowl? I mean, he's a good enough quarterback to pull it off, but a lot of things are going to have to fall in place to help him out. Ben, Ben gave us a really good stat a couple of hours ago. The last Lions running back to rush for 100 yards? Take a guess. Uh, he played for USC, dated a Kardashian. Reggie Bush. Yeah, long time ago for the Lions. Amir Abdullah almost pulled it off last night. He had a, just a, under 80 yards. So he needs a run game. Defense has been looking decent since last year for the Lions. But history's not on the Lions' side. When they lost in the playoffs last season, it was their ninth straight playoff postseason loss for the Lions, the longest losing streak in the postseason 
in the NFL right now. The last time they won a road playoff game was 1957. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> well, we need home field. All right, let's go ahead and say we need home field. But historically, I understand the Lions have been a joke. But I think that what matters a lot more than history is how good is your quarterback right now. And I think Matthew Stafford is really good. And I'm not sold 100%. Like it's hard not to be sold on the Packers, but I'm not sold that the Packers are just head and shoulders above the uh, the Lions right now. Obviously, the Bears are are awful, and we'll see what ends up happening there. And then what's going on with Sam Bradford's health when it comes to the Vikings? But I look at the NFC sort the NFC North and see no reason at all why the Lions can't win that division. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, so here we go with the bottom five. At the 28th spot in the NFL this week, I've got the Chicago Bears. Bears are 0-2. Mike Glennon was awful going up against his former team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've got the Bears at 28. At 29, you know what? They almost won a game on the road against the Seahawks. I think I'm maybe being a little bit unfair here. But I've got the 49ers in the 29 spot. Maybe they should be above the Bears. All right, I'll put the 40. I I missed. I messed up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make an early edit. I'm gonna put the 49ers at 28, and I'm gonna bump the Bears back to 29. In the 30 spot, there are 32 teams in the NFL. In the 30 spot, the Bengals. They have been so bad. They lost to Deshaun Watson in his first ever start. They have yet. I believe I'm correct in this to score a touchdown with Andy Dalton in the first two weeks of the season. I've got the Bengals at 30. I've got the Jets at 31. And in the 32nd spot, I have got the Indianapolis Colts. The top five will go in reverse order. Last week, everybody wanted to say they were dead. This week, everybody's saying maybe they're still the Patriots. I've got the New England Patriots at number five on my list of the top five NFL teams. In the four slot. The first of several AFC West teams, the Denver Broncos and Trevor Simeon, put it on the Cowboys. I mean, just absolutely dominated them, leaving us with lots of questions about the Cowboys. What's up with Dak? Why is Ezekiel Elliott not chasing after anyone on that interception? What's going on with Des Bryant? Why are the Cowboys potentially going to be a shell of the team that they were last year? Or... Is this overreaction as well? It's tough to go out to Denver and win. Is this a lot like what happened to the Patriots in week one? Sometimes teams just lose football games. It doesn't mean anything more than that. We'll see. Patriots, I've got at five. The Broncos, I've got at four. It seems that there is no Super Bowl hangover for this team and more credit to them. The Atlanta Falcons, I've got in the three spot. In the two spot, the Oakland, soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, and at number one, the best team in the NFL right now, the Kansas City Chiefs. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Robert, do you have any cool stats? Maybe we'll put you on the spot here and let you look up some uh, some data for us. I I do have one that's pretty interesting. Okay, Um, what you got? I know that uh, ESPN is obviously paying attention to your use of the word boobs. Yes. And so the headline and the title for yesterday's podcast was Football and Boobs. (laughs) Did that count as one of the 53? (laughs) Uh, I hope so. Again, we need ESPN Mike to call in. Uh, He's sitting there with his steno pad right now writing down how many times we say the word boobs and penis so he can tweet later about how unacceptable this show is. 
Uh, and I don't blame him again. He's listening to Fox Sports Radio instead of listening to ESPN because why would you listen to ESPN? They have a bunch of awful shows. Um, but so uh, so that's the headline. And we're not sure if that counted. And so uh, the fun fact about these episodes is usually they'll build up steadily over time. So you'll see a, a certain podcast growing, you know, as the weeks go. Football and Booves in 24 hours shut up to number two all time already of all your po- podcasts that we have here. Do you think it's because it has boobs in it? Probably. So should we put boobs in every title for I every podcast? So. Is that allowed? the name of the boobs. show. You know. We called the show Football and Boobs. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, I, I like to. I'd be able to get elected president <laughs> if we just ran on a Football and Boobs platform. To well, be Clay, remember how you opened the show yesterday? You said outkick the cleavage. Yes. <laughs> oh, you think we should just rename yeah. the show to outkick the cleavage? Everybody loves cleavage. Is there anybody out there who's like, man, you know what I hate? Cleavage. ESPN hates boobs, but I really think I really think you know we're we're like moving towards an era where you, all you need is like the right words to get elected president. Is there a better political campaign? I have zero doubt that I could get elected to the Senate from Tennessee if I just ran on a football and boobs platform here. I've been toying around with the idea of running for the Senate because they're talking about uh, the guy who's uh, the current senator, this Bob Corker, may not run in Tennessee, and uh, next year it would theoretically be an open election i don't know what the law is i don't want to give up the radio show but there's some kind of weird like uh rule about if you run for political office you're not allowed to continue to be on like the airwaves so i don't know exactly how that works in a modern era when it's it's kind of an antiquated rule and the idea was they didn't want a guy to like buy up all the television networks and radio networks and then you know kind of in democracy because all of a sudden the only guy's voice you could hear would be that person but in this modern era where people stream shows and where podcasts exist and everything else, it seems like a really antiquated rule. But I need to get a legal opinion on whether I could continue to do this show and run out kick like normal and also run for the Senate. Because I think I could get elected. And if I did get elected, could I do the morning show from D.C. while still being a senator? Do you think that would be permissible? People are like, oh, that's unacceptable. You can't do a sports talk radio show and be a senator. Like, I get up at 4 a.m. I don't know why I couldn't do a sports talk radio show and be a senator. I think I could win. There you go. I think if you guys went and walked, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even joking about this. It's just uh, words, folks. If Yeah. If you went and walked around with me at a University of Tennessee tailgate, let's say when they're playing Georgia next weekend, if I went around with a camera crew, I think every single person who – we just did a live show of me walking around the tailgate. First of all, we have like 100% name recognition on you know people who are under the age, I would say, of 50. If you're under the age of 50 and you are going to be tailgating and you are a Tennessee fan, we have 100% name recognition with OutKick and with me. And it's a really positive name recognition, especially now that I've called for Butch Jones to get fired. I think if you walked around with a camera – I would make the Democrats and the Republicans both incredibly nervous. Like, they would kill to have the recognition in the state. I think I could win as an independent. I need to get a political opinion on whether or not, uh, a legal opinion, on whether or not I could continue to do the show. Because the, the downside about being a senator is I'd have to take a major pay cut. What do senators make? Like $170,000 a year? Not that $170,000 a year is no money. Because trust me, I've worked for a long time to not make any money. Now I'm rich, but I used to make no money at all. That's a major pay cut. So I would need to be able to continue to do the jobs that I do now. Is that possible? Can I do everything that I do now and be a senator? I think so. I think I could do that. We'll ask that. You don't think so? Well, 
This is interesting because Jeff Schwartz and I have been texting about this for weeks. And My both Senate of campaign? Us, yeah, both of us believe you are going to run. I think I was the first one that said it. I'm like, Clay's going to run as an independent for Corker's seat. And Jeff said, oh, it yeah, has absolutely. has to be no, in, no income. You're beating around the bush too much, Clay. My like categories here... My category here is there has to be no incumbent. I don't want to run against somebody who's already in office. And I also, Peyton Manning has to not run. I'm not running against Peyton Manning because he would beat me. Other than that, I think I would beat anybody in the state. Justin Timberlake. Timberlake would, uh, Timberlake you are would probably not beat beating NSYNC. Come on, dude. Yeah. Timberlake might be, but I don't know how good Your Timberlake. wife would vote for JT. J- oh, certainly my wife would <laughs> I would vote Justin for Timberlake. JT. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame her either. Um I, I don't know how good of a debater Justin Timberlake would be. He's obviously the most skilled uh, entertainer sing. of our life. Yeah, he could have singing campaigns. He would he would beat me. I'm not sure if he's actually a Tennessee resident. Is he a Tennessee resident? I know he lives by me, but I'm not sure if he – Miley Cyrus lives by me now too. It's a party in the USA. Well, maybe I can get those guys to endorse me. <laughs> I've been saying for a while – I haven't heard from the Trump White House, by the way. Yesterday I said that you know my wife was upset because I said boobs on CNN – and, like, literally an hour before I said boobs on CNN, I was like, hey, I think we're probably going to get an invite to the Trump White House. I think there's a lot of people in the Trump White House who like OutKick. I think they like what we're doing. And I think there's a good chance we're going to get to go to the White House. And so, literally, the first thing she said when I came back downstairs and, like, the boob thing was blowing up from CNN, she was like, you just said an hour ago that we were going to get to go to the White House. And now you went on CNN and you said boobs. And there's no way that Donald Trump's going to invite us to the White House. And I said this yesterday, too, and I'm going to reiterate it. I said, I, I said to her, babe, of all the presidents that we've ever had, Donald Trump is not going to suddenly not invite us to the White House because I said boobs. I'm not sure. First of all, Bill, who do you think likes boobs more, Bill Clinton or Donald Trump? That's Listen really to that stunned silence. I mean, that is like, did you hear like you, there was just no, nobody had an answer because everybody's mind was just blown by how difficult of a poll question that would be. Who likes boobs more, Bill Clinton or Donald Trump? I'll go with Clinton. Why do you say Clinton? There's just way too many examples. Like, uh, I, man, it's tough. Like, it's definitely one and one A here. It's Peyton Manning and Tom Brady at this <laughs> stage. I mean, Kennedy's right? probably I mean, up there too, right? Who? John Kennedy's probably up there as well. Oh, JFK. There are a few other guys. JFK, that are probably, those Linda are probably Johnson, three guys. Big boob guys. Uh, but I feel like Bill Clinton and Donald Trump may be at the top of the boob appreciation list for presidents. That's why it was all funny. Like, remember when Hillary Clinton like tweeted out, Donald Trump judges women and ranks them one to ten. And I'm like, your freaking husband is like, he's like the king of rating women one to ten. Hillary Clinton's like, oh my god. Now, Clay, as far as cleavage goes, though, there's lots of evidence on the Internet of Bill Clinton staring down. It is amazing. Yes. Women's, the number yeah. of pictures of Bill Clinton getting his picture taken with women and looking at their boobs is just off the charts. So you think maybe Clinton, you're saying, maybe likes yeah, boobs more because, than Trump? Yeah, because as I pointed out on yesterday's program, Donald seems more like an ass man. And <laughs> so... Bill, why do you think Donald seems I, more like an ass man? Like, where's that coming from? I don't know. He just strikes me as that kind of you old just see guy. Him and you think ass man? Yeah. Whereas Bill, from all those photos of him looking at women's cleavage, we know what he's looking at first. Not not eyes. Not eye color. He's going straight boobs. Oh 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. 
the professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.